I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I was having a good day. I got my ass beat in some Street Fighter. Yeah, I forgot. How did that go, man? Uh, I did okay. La- I, like, I played some rounds last night with a few buddies, and yeah. then uh, one of their friends logged in, and he's super good. He's got, like, frame data and all the combos, like, mapped out, and he just, like, put in some work on me. I There's was, like, some people who play that game very strategically. Oh, yeah. I like, I like to think, like, I'll, like, psychologically get at you yeah. and bounce here and there and, like, play footsies with you. Like, it's literally a term in Street Fighter. Like, footsies is, like, you doing, like, your footwork, like, bouncing and, like, trying to get your opponent to... To, to trying to bait them in and yeah. like but there are some guys do that like when they nail you into a combo and they knock you off a wall into another combo into their ultra combo and then like dude like i just couldn't move and i'm like wow i thought i was good and i'm like okay i got a lot to learn but i also haven't played like hardcore street fighter since like street fighter 4 yeah. and even then like the kind of player i am i never get into frame frame reading like I don't read the frames. I just kind of always am played. Like, I was more of a casual player. Like, I was good at it, but I was yeah. more of a casual player. Getting into the frame rating is, like, where you have to be if you're going to be, like, competitive in Street Fighter. And I don't know if I want to... I don't know if I want to do that. I enjoy playing with the friends I have. Because a lot of it's like, oh, I can get a victory here and there. And that's okay with me. Yeah. I don't need to win every single match. Because I think that's just not fun. Like, if you're just going in and spanking your friends because they've never played before. And you're always just winning then, you know, that doesn't get fun, so... I button mash, so... <laughs> I, like I said, like, one day, maybe me and you can sit down and we'll play some Street Fighter, because, like I said, yeah. with the new modern controls that they have, it's so much fun. Like, it's... It, because you're just kind of, like, you hold the right trigger, and you just press three buttons, and you do combos, and you can catch people slipping. Yeah. Um, you know, Crystal's not very good at it. Nick's still learning, too, so, like, that might be, like, a day we all just get together and hang out play some street fighter yeah dude we can do that next weekend yeah i mean like you know i got a couple other buddies that want to try and play it so like like check it'll be a minute like check this out um want to know the last one want to know the last fighting game i actually played what okay so we went to pop culture over there off 72nd yeah tekken Tekken three. That was the last Tekken, <laughs> Tekken three. That was wow. the last fighting that's, game i ever played i'll never deep yeah <laughs> Not even Tekken five? No. <laughs> I was a uh, wow. I was a sword guy and I kicked me in his ass, so Wait is a sword oh Yoshimitsu, yeah. Yeah. I was like sword guy, wait, oh yeah, and then yeah. I'm like my dumb ass is not thinking correctly, but <laughs> hey guys, welcome to an all new issue of Comics Unchained. I'm your host Serge. And today we are talking about Predator with here MJ. I was gonna say, like that's a terrible coming. I know. <laughs> I don't know, I know. I, we're, we're not talking about Predator. I literally just wanted to fuck with this guy. Oh, my God. I do. Like, okay, so, like, <laughs> shout out to my buddy David, who's been listening to our podcast religiously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he's, up on Instagram. Yeah. He's, uh, he was, um, follow us on Instagram. He was talking to me. He <laughs> gave me a call earlier this week, because, like, we haven't talked in, like, a while, right? And he was chilling at the park with his dog. And he just gave me a call. He's like, hey, man, what's up? And we started talking and stuff. And he's like, I love your podcast. I'm digging the show. I think you guys have an interesting dynamic going on. And then he goes like, man, you sure love Predator. I go like, yeah, dude. Like, any chance I get to shoehorn Predator into one of our episodes, I will fucking do. So thank you for that. Yeah, every time you drop the P word, I can literally hear the internet be like, fuck, again. Again? Yeah, like the the entire five listeners we have. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we're working our way up there, okay? Uh, so I think it's just funny. Um, 
that he would say that. And, you know, we got to talking and he was talking to him, asking me about like comic collecting and stuff like that. And I said, dude, I'm like, um, I think we talked about this on the show a couple of times, right? Uh, comic collecting? Yeah, like like what to buy, what not to buy. Yeah, because you, you were telling me about the grading system and all that. Yeah, like I'm not a master or I might even have my, my facts completely wrong yeah. um, altogether. But like I know nowadays you just got to kind of like watch what you're buying. And that's what I was trying to explain to him because like he's like I came into a couple, like I came into some you know comic books and not to put too much of his business out there but he was like what should I get what should I buy and I was just like dude yeah. just be careful what you buy because like especially now and this is something I didn't even think of until I told him that and then I'm like oh damn that kind of makes a lot of sense is like today in pop culture and the society that we live in yeah you know if an artist or a um a writer goes out there and says something he shouldn't say because you know we're we're raised as a bunch i'm sorry i'm gonna say it internet fuck it uh we're raised as a bunch of pussies nowadays and we can't take and we can't take what people fucking say to us uh we take it directly to heart so if a writer or an artist says something or does something i i can understand they're doing something a little different um (laughs) but if he says something or has a different political view than like anyone else then uh that book is gonna do one of two things it's gonna either skyrocket or it's gonna fucking tank and then that $500 book you paid for is now worth, isn't worth the paper it's fucking printed on because nobody's going to touch it. Yeah. But then you always got like, you know, I don't know, your Nazis that want it. So, so like, if you came out with anti-Semitic slurs, there's going to be someone in there's like, oh, I'm glad he had the right to speak up with that. So there's going to be someone who wants to buy that book to support, you know, that guy that they like. But that's what I was just telling him. I don't know. But it was cool to talk to him for a little bit and. Yeah, I mean, as far as that, like, look, I know we're not going to get big into it's going to come up every now and then, but stuff like cancel culture and all that, it's going to it's going to affect what we read, what we watch and all that stuff because it's unavoidable. It's already doing it. Yeah, but I noticed that we're actually starting to have pushback against stuff like that. We are. And that's what's really cool. And, And it's good because the thing is, like, you may not like what everybody says, but the whole point. of I don't like it. The whole point of the whole point of a lot of things, man, is you got to learn how to take constructive criticism. Like I'll give you an example. So I follow this one Facebook page where they talk about my podcast that I love the much. Uh, yeah. King Falls Am. Okay. Okay. So the podcast stopped a long time ago because there was a falling out between the writers. That'll happen. So what? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Worst is left on a cliffhanger, but I'll. Oh well, I'm just saying, like, like you know. It, <laughs> There are only so many few, like, when you do a podcast with somebody, like me and you, yeah. when we started doing this, we're getting still to know each other, and we're still, you know, we have great dynamic back and forth, and yeah. we're good friends outside of the podcast, but nothing can end a show more than somebody, you know, stepping on somebody else's toes and then them taking it too serious, and that's why, like, I'm kind of, like, the easiest fucking person in the world to get along with. Yeah. And I'm just got to really piss me off. Yeah, like I'm just a goofball, so I get along with everybody. <laughs> but anyway, like so, one of the fans went and created his own fan fiction. You know, it's cool. Do what you like. Um, he had people read it on the fan page. He did not like what some people were complaining about it. And the thing is that if you're going to write something, you put gotta, it out there. You got to be open to the fact that people are going to criticize. Oh it. yeah. It's like if I write something, yeah. I am so fucking terrible. Yeah, that like I, I just I. Uh, you do you ever watch the show Futurama? Of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So you remember the episode with the brains? 
Yeah. The, okay, so, like, when Fry writes the story, like, when he's like, I got an idea, and he gets out of the story, and then he's like, there you go, now you're trapped in my book, filled with plot holes and spelling errors, <laughs> and the fucking brain turns around and starts going like, now I shall leave for no reason. <laughs> Dude. Like, fucking, that is me when I write, but, like, I've got great ideas when I write. I could show you, like, some of the stuff, like, I've had written before, I've showed, like, my roommates, and I've showed my wife, she's like, this is, like, really good stuff. Uh, especially when, yep, I'm about to drop that. When I write my D and D campaigns, I yeah. can come up with some great ideas. Uh, they're gonna be happy to see you tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like when we play D and D, I come up with like great ideas. I DM and I have these like original stories and I do this great stuff. Yeah. But when you look at my writing on paper and they're like, well, "What is this word?" I was like, "Oh, this is this word." And they're like, "That is not how you spell that word." <laughs> and then they're like, "And this is called a run-on sentence." Like, do you know what? Like, I'm like, no, I, I, have, I have zero fucking clue what an apostrophe is supposed to go or where the period is supposed to start. Yeah. At some point they're probably thinking, so do we get this guy a box of crowns or something? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, my writing looks like 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 a two-year-old wrote it. Oh, but, dude, my writing is straight chicken shit. But if you just, you know, like, if you just turn off your brain on, like, sentence fag- fragmenting and all that stuff, dude, my writing is, you're like, wow, this dude's like, I'm pretty fucking creative. I don't mean to toot my own fucking horn, but, like, yeah. I'm pretty goddamn creative. Like, but even then, man, like, it. great writers and shit, they have people that do all that shit. Yeah. Like, you need to be so, a grammar chick. Yeah, so to get back to your point, yeah, if you're going to put anything online, like, and this is why I don't put my shit online, because, yeah. like, I already know how bad it is. I don't need a bunch of fucking internet guys to tell yeah. me how bad it is. This is why I don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At some so, point, they're probably... you got to take that criticism. You do. It's like when we put an episode up. We I always, always... We'll tell you guys when I talk about something that I think I'm factually right on, and yeah. if I'm wrong, dude, call me out. I, I'm I literally would love to be called out. Like, oh no, you're wrong. It's just don't be that guy that's like, well, it wasn't issue five sixty two. It was issue five sixty three. You got it wrong. Oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much we can remember. But uh, yeah, and. You know, I, I could tell he was getting frustrated with the people, and I would understand, but like I said, it's like every task you do, you learn how to do, Yeah, you gotta take the time. Like, right now, you could say, we suck at podcasting, but it doesn't mean oh, that yeah. we're gonna stop. Like, we're gonna get better, and we only get better by hearing what people have to say about us, and then go from there and just be us, but try to improve. Well, you hear what people say then you tell me because i don't follow right now they don't say anything the social media so we're good yeah (laughs) Yeah. all right as far as we're doing we're we're fucking five for five all right but um okay so (laughs) you were telling me before we came in here that you didn't really read much comics this week i had some left in the arsenal so so i i'm gonna agree with you i got some like in the chamber yeah uh this was just stuff i was reading on my own because i was like it's not really like it's not noteworthy, and we don't talk about a lot of number ones on the show because, like, I don't think we should, and I don't think, like, we're not going out of our way to pick up, like, a new book every week. I'm not saying that, like, DC Dark Horse, uh, Boom, some of the other, like, Dynamite, some of the other guys, like, they have great books out. Yeah. And I'm not saying strictly just read Marvel and DC, which I accidentally do, but fuck it. But I read some stuff, and I just don't think sometimes, like, it's like, uh, this wasn't good enough to mention on the show and it's like it didn't like take my breath away yeah so like there's a few books that i'll read like that and this sometimes i won't do it so like it's great to have those in the chamber like today yeah so today (laughs) um i actually did 
have something that I did read a few nights ago by myself. Uh, I didn't text you this or anything at all because I'm just kind of like I was just kind of filling it out, and we're only about four issues in. Yeah, it looks like the original pub public publishing date. Jesus, I was gonna say publication. There you go. Yeah, there publication you go. date. <laughs> was 3-1 of 23, so it was earlier this year, which is really cool, but it's a it's a series that I thought was, like, done, yeah. and it, it had been done already again, and this, of course, I'm talking about Rogue and Gambit, and they had done an X-Men Rogue and Gambit um, issues, like, a while back, where they did, like, the wedding issue, and then they follow, like, their adventures of everything, Yeah. so I, can, I think this is continuing it, and then kind of, like, just, like, hey, let's, let's try to redo it again, I'm not too sure, I'd have to look into the first one. Yeah. But this is them on their honeymoon, and it just goes kind of crazy. And I'm like, okay, I've always liked Rogue, and I've always liked, like, I've kind of always liked Gambit. I remember when we were little kids, when we were in the 90s, and Gambit first came out. I remember every fucking kid on the playground wanted to be Gambit when yeah. we pretended we were playing X-Men outside. Because, you know, kids back in my day, we played outside. You just wanted a reason to hit somebody with a stick, didn't you? Everybody used the fucking... <laughs> like, you would take a broomstick, and you would take the fucking broom off, and like you were like, I'm Gavin. And then, like, you know, how easy was it? Because all of our parents had playing cards. Yeah. So whoever was playing Gambit had, like, you know, pocket of playing cards... And the thing, and then they would try to throw the play. Of course, they didn't work that way. But like yeah. my friends, we got really inventive when we would play X Men, dude. We got like uh, we got like fake like uh, like sharpened sticks that weren't like sharp that we were gonna cut us, and we would like put them in between our fingers and Wolverine. like whoever was whoever yeah. was Wolverine, right? Well, then we got like really smart with it, and a buddy of mine was like, "Dude, just use this," and we created like a glove, and so like, whoever wanted to be Wolverine that day would put the glove on, and then like the claws would come in and out of it. It was really cool. This is back before like they made the toys yeah. for it. So like when you had Gambit, we had like throwing cards, and then what we did was we put like thick tape on the edge of the cards, so when you threw yeah. them, they went further. So it was really, like, we were fucking stupid, dude. Like, it was so much fun, though, for little kids back in those days. And, like, you gotta remember, when X-Men came on at 1030 in the morning, by 11 o'clock, you're Saturday, out. Saturday, uh, Saturday morning Saturday cartoons. morning, yeah. <laughs> so by by uh, 11 o'clock, when we're all outside playing with our friends, we would go to the parks or we'd go in our front yards because back in the day, you could play in the yard. Yeah. And we would make believe that we were the X-Men and we would fight Sentinels and do whatever the hell else we wanted to do or yeah. whoever the villain of the week was. Like, somebody wanted to be Magneto or somebody wanted to be... Uh, one of those characters so like we would do that and that was really cool so like i always had a thing for gambit and rogue in the 90s um especially rogue with like her southern accent and then the design they give her which was like i mean go say it for yourself growing up there's a reason i like fucking you know thighs there's the, the tight suit. The, the tight suit did it yeah. for me and i you, think you we, were showing, we did talk about that yeah remember? You, were, you were showing me the the cover to one of them i was like gee i wonder why Serge likes this comic book right now right so like in the <laughs> issue like so i think it's really good jim zeb's doing the writing with ray fox right yeah okay and the artist is uh give me that what is that uh this netho Nitheo? Point, point it out. Nitheo Diaz? Uh, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Nitheo anyway, Diaz? I can't see it. Yeah, maybe Diaz, but uh, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, this dude's artwork's fucking awesome because it's got that, like, 90s feel to it. Yeah. So the story's okay. For the first four issues, we're kind of like... Gambit and Rogue kind of stumble on this conspiracy. They're going to stop it. People are kidnapping mutants and selling them as, like, bodyguards because, like, you know, again, it's like the whole... The government makes a control collar, puts it on the... It's, it's that story. But the story's good, and I love the back and forth between Rogue and Gambit because, yeah. like, it's really funny. 
and them being married now, canon married, is really funny. And it's good to see, like, Destiny and Mystique showing up yeah. <laughs> in that story. So I do give it, like, a little bit of a read. I'm not saying go out, jump off the shelf, buy it. But if you're looking for something to breeze and just fucking read through, maybe have some fun for a little bit in that romantic yeah. side, and you want to see some dope artwork that will kind of give you 90s flashback. Tights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love Rogue in this book, by the way. Uh, go ahead and pick this guy. Pick this up, guys. It's Rogue and Gambit. We got four issues out currently. But, yeah, you should be able to track them down in your local comic book store. I'm assuming they're not flying off the shelves. And yeah. it is a monthly book. So if you were able to read all four currently right now, you'd be caught up by the time uh, this book comes out yeah. later this month. Have at it, folks. So that's kind of all I had this week, aside yeah. from reading the issue three of Peacemaker. <laughs> Which we're going to hold that off for another Yeah, I don't want to talk about Peacemaker again. So yeah. we're going to hold off on that. But it was good. Right. So, but I do recommend, like, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say it, fuck it. I recommend it. Uh, I give it like three and a half out of five. Yeah. Because I just, I love the artwork. I like the writing. I love the back and forth between Gamut and, uh, between Remy and Rogue. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that they just like, for a long time, they just Rogue, 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 right? But like, dude, he's like literally like called her Marie and it's just funny because like nobody fucking ever like drops her like original name, right? So like, yeah. it's just funny to hear it. So. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to read it, man. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. I'm not saying go out of your way and read it. This could be a book that maybe I just like. But, like, uh, if you're a married couple, yeah, it's probably, like, right up your alley, dude. Because, like, it's really funny to see two mutants married can't really touch each other until certain circumstances can't touch each other. So this is very interesting. Look, if you die from having sex with Rogue, I mean, worth it, worth it. Life well spent. You yeah, know? <laughs> worth it. I mean, fuck. Sign me the fuck up. Went out with a bang, okay? Yep. Yeah. All right, but, um... Something. Okay, so, I'll, yeah. Okay, I'll bring up the comic that I read this week because I'm I'm scrolling right now because, you know, we're still catching up from when we were gone. Uh, so, I ran into two Spider-Man books, and I swear after this, I'm going to take a break from Marvel and start <laughs> jumping into DC again. But, uh... One of the books I read, it was kind of a spinoff, like, after the whole Spider-Verse story for um, (laughs) Spider-Punk. Yeah. Um, Because I love the character in the movie, so I got more intrigued in his story. I was reading into it. I was like, okay, some of this is cool, some of this is not. But I didn't really care for some of how the villains and the heroes were portrayed because, you know, it's like retro and shit. But there is one character in that Spider-Verse spinoff comic that I actually dug. It was his universe's version of Daredevil. And she's a fucking... It was a woman, for one thing. She's still blind. She's, like, straight up punk rock and everything. But her echolocation can be a tad bit stronger because she's a drummer and she beats the hell out of the ground with her drumsticks and she can see fucking everything. Like, she mapped out an entire whole building floor by floor just by tapping her sticks and Mm -hmm. she was... She was kind of leading the charge in that. And I couldn't help but thought, this is really the only thing I like about this comic. Like, give her a spinoff because she's badass, man. Now, I didn't care for Kamala Khan in that one because, I don't know. it. You yeah. know my thoughts on that. Yeah, and, you know, the, <laughs> Hulk was, gonna... the Hulk was okay because, you know, the dude's all chill. He has headphones. But when he goes berserk, the Hulk has a mohawk and shit. Well, I mean, that's no different than when they did, like, Amadeus Chow's version of Hulk. Yeah. Like, totally awesome Hulk. So. And then there was also, uh, 
Okay, Captain America is either in that universe is either gay or bi, but he goes by Captain Anarchy, and he has the Anarchy symbol painted on his uh, shield. Yeah, because of how the the that universe yeah. works. Yeah, everybody's just a rebel in there. But um, really, the comic didn't wow me like I thought it would. But okay. that Daredevil version, I'm all for it. If they do a spinoff on that character, I'll. Read I think it. I think sometimes. It's uh, a comic doesn't have to like make you throw back and like eh, like when you get done with it. So there are tons out there that I've read, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> it was good, but like, do I want to keep reading it? Do I want to spend another five dollars on this book next week? Yeah. And then it's just like, I'm dropping it. And I would go like that's one of the things. Like, I mean, I love my comic stores. I'm sure they don't love me because yeah. like. I go about five books, maybe three, depending on, like, how bad the fucking story's going. Yeah. And then I'm just like, yeah, I don't, like, I gotta drop this book. And then you drop it, and then you add another, and you yeah. drop it, and then you add another. And so, like, comic book shops kind of hate me. So, like, I have a pull list, but I kind of don't have a pull list because, like, my comic guys just kind of like, dude, I don't ever fucking know really what you're into, and I don't want to keep pulling books. And I'm like, that's fair enough. So I just walk into a comic book shop now, yeah. and since we started doing this podcast, the one thing I kind of enjoy doing, the one thing I got to say I love about doing this show is, like, I'll walk into a comic book store, yeah. and I look at, like, what's new this week on the rack, and I'll be like, I was reading that, let's go. And I grab that book, and I'll be like, fuck it, let's read this one, too. And I'll see what's new, and that also brings my eye, like, draws my eye to something that, like, I wouldn't normally touch. And this goes, again, to, like, Dark Horse Image out of the mainstream like away from DC or Marvel and this looks like something awesome aside from like the Star Trek shit that I just don't give a fuck about yeah um some of the Star Wars stuff is great I Mandalorian <laughs> well don't no. you dare <laughs> I'm talking about like um the, the Jedi High Academy and stuff like that like, oh, those just... books are really good yeah those comics but like the Darth Vader comic hands down probably one of the great but for the most part like I I it's nice to have them catch my eye, so yeah. I do like that. But not every book needs to wow you, dude. Yeah, because, like, one thing I got into, especially starting this podcast with you, man, is that I randomly just jump into whatever catches my attention. But That's the way to do it. Yeah, I've come to learn not every story is going to be a fucking 10-star. Like, you're going to wade through endless amounts of bullshit stories just to find something that's immediately good, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, or you end up with a bunch of shit, like, from The Simpsons, like, Biclops, where it's just trash. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, uh, like how we brought up in the Spider-Man 2022 series, that some of it's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, Dark Web and the... Yeah, but some of it is really bad. Yeah, like, the, like whole... the fake Sinister Six thing. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, like it just didn't, like, just didn't didn't really do much for me. It's like, okay, great. But, like, then they throw in, you know, Felicia and Peter getting together, and I love that. And yeah. then they did Dark Web, which everybody loved that. Of course, everybody was going to love it, though, because they brought back Ben. Yeah. So, like, everybody was going to love that. It didn't matter. And and that was, like, a mini event within the comic. But the rest of it, it's it's up to the, to the reader to decide if you like it or not. And yeah. you read this book. And I gotta say that I'm not a fan of Spider-Punk. I don't give a shit. I didn't even give a shit about him in the fucking movie. He's like... If he there easily was, became one of my favorite If there was easily the one of the characters I could have did without in the fucking movie, it would have been him. Yeah. Like, first of all, looking at him gave me a fucking seizure. <laughs> oh, because his color scheme and the, how... The color scheme, the way they drew him. Because it, it modeled after old punk rock. Right, yeah. Oh, so, like, every time shoot. he was on the scene, I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, my head hurts. Like, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I just didn't care. It's like, he's like that character. It's like, I tried too hard to be cool, and so I'm cool. It's like, you're trying too fucking hard, though, bro. Yeah. 
trying too hard. So I, I get it. I mean, I think he's cool, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking try hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when he put off the mask, like, how are you cooler under the mask? I was just always cool. Chomp. See, like, <laughs> shit like that is like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh, like, you know who's cool? Johnny be cool. I don't fucking know, dude. Who? I don't know. Some guy. I feel like you were going somewhere. In I, I don't know where I was fucking going with that one. Yeah. I'm not funny. Now my opening doesn't seem that bad now. <laughs> <laughs> it's still bad. All right. And, um, well, like I said, the other Spider-Man comic I found, because I always wanted to read this one, was Spider's Shadow, which is, I was telling you, it's that what-if version of what if Peter couldn't get rid of the symbiote and it slowly started taking over his mind. Yeah. And, well... Now, that came out a while back i think it came out in 2021 yeah they did like a whole run of these yeah it was like uh five issues yeah and it was really cool and it actually falls it's funny that you say it's like was it a what if it actually does fall into the what if category yeah uh what i mean is like there's a whole comic line called what if yeah like i mean even fuck on the disney show you know there's a what if show right yeah those are all comics, and some of those are fucking amazing. Some of those are my favorite fucking reads of all time. Yeah, some of the what if comics have the best. Stories. I love them. Oh my god! So like that's this was one of them. They just didn't say what if on it. Yeah, but, this but is one you of them. you know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I never um, read it. I yeah. wanted to. I never read it. It's good. Well, do you want me to spoil some of it? Or? Oh, go ahead, man. All right. It's been um, twenty twenty one. It's my fault for not fucking reading it. Okay, so pretty, I think it was like beginning of twenty twenty one too. Yeah. So pretty much what happens is the symbiote starts slowly. It, the inside voice of Venom is speaking to Peter in his mind. Yeah. And he's slowly breaking down his inhibitions. Like he's feeding so fucking much off that anger. Because we know Spider-Man has shit luck. So he gets angry a lot, but he keeps himself in check because, you know, he's Spider-Man. But the Venom symbiote starts just digging and digging and digging. Yeah. To the point where Peter starts to agree with it because he's being mind-melted into the whole thing. Where he's like, you know what? Yeah. Enough. Like, uh, fucking Hobgoblin attacks him, blows up his house, and kills Ant-Man in the process. That was the breaking point. From there, Symbiote <laughs> takes over, kills Hobgoblin, <laughs> beats the shit out of Kingpin. You know what fucking makes me laugh? is like It what? makes me think of the scene. Remember when... um. In the Spider-Man movie, when Green Goblin comes crashing into fucking Aunt May's house. Yeah. And he's like, finish it! <laughs> and, he's, and she's like, it deliver us from evil! And he's like, ah! And then that's it. <laughs> fucking stupid scene that didn't need to... <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, I love that, like, Aunt May's fucking praying, and here comes fucking Green Goblin. William Dafoe fucking crashes through the fucking yeah. wall. <laughs> And then she's, like, still fucking praying. And then he's just, like, instead of attacking her or her passing out from being, like, an old lady, he's, like, finish the prayer. (laughs) Like, she finishes it. And then she blacks out. But, like, (laughs) it never shows, like, him beat the shit out of her or nothing. But, like, I think she just goes into shot. He he just gave an old lady a heart attack. Yeah, pretty much. So, I think it's just funny as shit. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, he... The Venom symbiote takes over. He breaks Jonah Jameson's fucking hand. Good. Then they served it yeah. right with this one, bitch. Then JJ fucking he hires the Sinister Six. Like, hey, we got to put this guy down. That didn't work out well. He butchered the entire Sinister Six. But then he finally got separated from the symbiote. Yeah. This is the part I didn't really care for, and like they wrapped the Fantastic Four into it. Okay. The symbiote took over Reed Richards. 
<laughs> and then started making more symbiotes, and people were becoming evil. They found a way to stop it. Well, Reed died in the process. Spoiler. <laughs> this is the fucking thing I don't like with the symbiote thing. Like we got, we got the king and king and dark, like a while back. And the thing I don't like about the symbiote is they're starting to put it on every fucking thing. Kind of like the collectibles and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's just it's getting old real fucking quick. Like, I did not mind the Deadpool and the Miles Morales I one. I figured you fucking wouldn't. I have them. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think, and I'm not even talking about them putting on like the toy lines and putting it on. It's just like at this point, in the Marvel universe, every fucking character has, has had the symbiote, and it's just fucking annoying, dude. Because it's almost like when they did, um, God, I want to say maybe it was um, the Marvel event, Dark Rain. No, it wasn't. Dark. I forget the Marvel event, if someone can let me know out there, but it's the one where they all got hammers. Odin pretty much made hammers for, like, most of the fucking Marvel superheroes. You get a hammer. You get a hammer. Pretty much. All you motherfuckers get a hammer. Yeah, I'm just kind of fucking tired of, like, everybody getting a fucking symbiote suit. Or everybody having something to do with fucking the symbiote. And it's, like, this big character. So, like, in a way, like, cool, Venom's cool and everything, and Carnage is cool. But, like, now you got it, like, saturated to where, like, I think you have, like, Toxic, you have Scream, you have... A couple of other handful of fucking variants. Uh, what was it? When I was a kid, I remember like it was a big deal because you had like separation anxiety. Yeah. Uh, which was like five other the fucking symbiotes showed up and they splintered off from Carnage, uh, or Carnage and, and Venom. I can't really fucking remember actually. Well, I but, think I think they were born from Venom. Then some of them but, spread from Carnage. But it's a nice little like what if, and it's and it's really funny because back in like twenty, I want to say like twenty. 15 maybe 14 they did a what if book of like what if the symbiote continued to be on earth and stayed on spider-man yeah. so this isn't a new concept i just want to let everybody know there's a what if book i actually have it in my uh catalog yeah in my in my box back there somewhere but i actually have it and they did the same thing like what if the symbiote took over and so like what ends up happening is like the world gets covered uh and pretty much symbiote. by the symbiote and so is that, it kind of like that Web that. of Shadows game? or Kind of like that, I would guess. But, yeah. like, that, in that book, it ends with, like, you know, the symbiotes becoming, like, more independent. Like, they don't need a host. They can use a host, but they don't need it. Yeah. And uh, kind of like in Spider-Man Unlimited, that shitty show. So, th- it's a good concept. I'm just really tired. Like, you can only do so much with the symbiote before they do that. And, like, yeah. we know the King and Dark's coming back again. Which is going to be fucking really annoying because now they're going to do another symbiote thing. Yeah, and it's like, come on, bro! Like, you guys got to find find a happy fucking medium here. I'm not saying kill off the symbiotes completely, yeah. but do something with it. I think it comes between it like, unique. I think it comes between the whole fact that like, um, you know, they tend to take a break between. It, it's kind of like fillers, you know, before they come out with something new and creative, they got to go back to an old story. Like, hey, here's another extension of that <laughs> while we think of something else for you guys. Yeah. You know. But overall, like, what did you think about it? Like, was it good? Like, would you recommend it? I liked it. I would recommend it because I like the take on it because, you know, a dark, gritty Peter Parker fucking, he kills, yeah. he kills his rogue gallery. He fucks up J. Jonah Jameson. I've always thought it was really funny how they did that because, like, if in reality, like, what you would do with Peter, like, if Peter had no restraint, like, it just goes to show you, like, what he could actually do. Yeah, so if apparently, he just took the gloves off. Yeah. yeah, like if apparently, and I heard about this from Superior Spider-Man that he broke off or broke 
Scorpion jaw when Doctor Octopus took over his mind because oh, he did not realize how much he was holding back. Right, yeah. So when Doc Ock takes over Peter, there's a lot like Doc Ock's like, oh shit, like, he could have killed us. A he could have. He he's been dealing with the, he like he has this much power. That's insane. Yeah. So Doc Ock really quick like changed everything up. It was really cool. Like Superior Spider Man. If you want to read that entire run, yeah. I recommend it. I was actually going to do that. Fucking highly. Yeah, that is it's probably one of the best Spider-Man stories written. Kind of like when they read it, like DC's Dark uh, Batman. Yeah, because they came out about the same time when they did Batman's Night of the Owls, like Court of Owls. Yeah, holy shit! Like that story running side by side with Marvel's fucking Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, those were like some of the best times to be like reading comic books, and like that weren't for events that were reading them for the books. Those were fucking great. So yeah, highly recommend. Like if you're a Spider-Man fan, I. S- yeah, go read Superior Spider-Man because this yeah. is fucking great. You're not going to regret it. Yeah, I was, yeah, that was going to be one of my future projects because, uh, I mean, Superior Spider-Man plays a big-ass role in the Spider-Verse comic. Uh, he, <coughs> he was one of the main leaders against uh, fuck, I keep forgetting, uh, the the Dimension Hopping Vampires. I keep forgetting their uh, names. It starts with an I. I don't know. They weren't. They weren't really the bright side of that whole fucking comic series. I don't. I don't really like the way they did vampires in Marvel. I don't. Period. Yeah. I think there's like Dracula and like I, I guess Morbius and but like the basic story and lore from it's more than time. Yeah. <laughs> and, but but like basic vampires as far as like vampires go, I, I don't like their mythology in the Marvel universe. It's because yeah. it's weird. Like some of them have like really weird superpowers, some don't, and it's like it was. I mean, like what's super weird is like when Jubilee was a vampire. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, yeah um, it's it's just really. But fun. what did you think of Twilight? Fuck you. That's what I thought of Twilight. Like, Twilight could suck a fucking fat one. Oh, man. Mina loves that fucking book series so much. It's funny because even Robert Pattinson himself is like, dude, I hate this fucking series so much. (laughs) I mean, like, it's weird to see him as Batman now. Yeah. Like, when I watch Batman, I'm like, okay, you didn't do a half-assed job. And, like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to just knock you because you were in Twilight. Yeah. Um, But if you had to, like, is it, like, a movie I go out of my way to watch fuck though is it a book i'll go out to read not even in my collection not even on my fucking radar yeah so i mean i'm more to be honest i'm more interested because i know they're working on a part two yeah Uh, i'm more uh, interested on how they're gonna bring in a new villain i didn't mind this riddler (laughs) oh the zodiac killer i'm pretty sure there were some people that fucking minded yeah whatever but i want to see how they you know what they need to bring something he's never been captured right the riddler no the zodiac killer oh yeah I don't know who the fuck he was. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's dead now or he's fucking, like, in a home. <laughs> Dude, what if he's one of those assholes that when he dies on a deathbed, he's going to leave a note saying, oh, hey, you fucking never caught me, I, but I'm the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> I, I, I would actually love that. Yeah. <laughs> Are we getting into true crime right now? Huh? Are we doing true crime? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm into everything paranormal. <laughs> the Zodiac Killer and Jack Dude, the Ripper if, if, are some of my favorite stories. If fucking did that, I would lose my shit. Yeah. And then it would be just weird to fucking find out it was like some dude. Like, I mean, like, uh, it's just weird. Cause, like, like Dexter Morgan, you never would have thought it was this guy. <laughs> Actually, no. Like, it, like De- when you watch the show Dexter, because you see creepy. it's Dexter, like, but in real life, like, this guy's fucking off. Yeah. There's something off about this, dude. And nobody ever really sees that. Yeah, nobody sees it. Time but, I'm watching, because it's a TV show. Yeah, you know? watching the show, I was like, does nobody but like, see how creepy this guy can be? Yeah, like, I mean, like, 
I don't know. That'd be like if I turned out to be a serial killer, it would shock everybody. You wouldn't. You would be like, I never saw that coming. But that's what's that weird smell coming from the basement? Oh, that's just you know. I keep fertilizer. I'm growing mushrooms in my closet. Oh, uh, like Jeffrey Dahmer pork. No, no, bad. no. That was uh, <laughs> that was John Wayne Gacy. He kept all the kids under, or all the people, all the dead bodies under his house. Remember? No, but uh, Dahmer, Dahmer also. Was, yeah, he put people on the barrels and yeah, he was the, the one that yeah. had like the the barrel and the. Fridge oh man, that like, show was pretty fucking monster. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for it. Uh, you know what? <laughs> for the subject matter that they pick for season two, I just don't give a shit because it's the Menendez brothers, How? and I don't fucking care. Oh, that's where they're gonna go with that. Yeah. Oh, so wait, is that monster, like, it's not solely on Dahmer? It's not solely on Dahmer. No, 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 no. So they're taking prolific, like, serial killers and murderers, and then they do, like, a miniseries. So each season is, like, a different telling for a different one. Okay, so this Only one they was... got so much fucking flack for Jeffrey Dahmer shit yeah. that they don't know if they're going to continue it. Right now, it's the Menendez brothers, and not a lot of people give a shit. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Not a lot of fucking people care about the Menendez brothers. I don't even know if you remember who they were. Yeah, because they, they were the did. ones that killed their rich parents or yeah. something, right? and like, yeah. who the fuck cares? Like, I'm not saying that one's that, but who the fuck cares? Fuck them. I mean, and fuck the Menendez brothers. Fuck them, too. Yeah. Uh, but who cares? Like, I don't give a fuck about that story. I can care the fuck less. They shot him. They were found guilty. No one cares. There's nowhere in Besied in, in into it. To where it's like, oh, this is weird. It wasn't like they were doing, let's just go back to Dahmer, where they were Dahmer and getting away with it yeah. for fucking so many years and then doing something crazy. All they did was, oh, we don't like it. We tried to lie over the phone and we got caught and then we shot our parents. Who fucking cares? Like, that happens every fucking day. So I don't understand why they were the pickup for the next season. Yeah, We'll see when it comes out because I will watch it. But I mean, will it hold my attention as much as? I mean, Donald the Menendez story never really got my attention. That exactly, much. I, I knew trying... about it, but I just didn't care. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say is like I don't think a lot of people fucking cared about it. Whereas, you... like, if you were to, uh, and what's crazy, right, is if they do, do, they did Dahmer. If they do like Gacy and they do like Ed Gein, which uh, again, I'm on the fence. Where like, you know, fuck, it. fuck all these guys. By the way, just yeah. so you know, like I don't condone anything they fucking did. But like, I don't think I don't ever think like Ed Gein, like he murdered like what two people but the rest was like the necrophilia and stuff that he yeah, did yeah that's right? what got so like that's what got people like thinking and it, like but to me he is not a prolific serial killer yeah at all like he killed two fucking people or maybe three people but he killed two fucking people and then he just had a bunch of weird shit in his house and he dug up bodies yeah to me that's just like a mental fucking disorder but he's not like one of those guys who's like on the high grade of like the serial he's killers. not like btk he's not like Dahmer. he's not yeah, like gacy yeah he's nowhere near those and like to put him into that same fucking like category yeah i always thought was kind of wrong like yeah he's a fuck stick and he's fucking crazy in the fucking head but like i don't ever think he was like that crazy like but i guess because he was making like lampshades and shit out of people yeah that's what fucking did it so it was really crazy quick question <laughs> We are off fucking topic. Yeah, no, quick question. <laughs> when did we become the last podcast on the list? Because we took a totally different direction with that, man. Well, we're not that funny because I love those guys. <laughs> oh, those guys are fucking hilarious. Dude, fucking uh, Henry Zabrowski, my favorite one of them. I movies. love him. Yeah. In My Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Uh, dude, I have literally... you ever a chance to watch that show? He brings it up all the time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. him in it. Yeah. You can watch it if you have HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, they got the whole season on there. It's fucking dude. great. I think it's on Hulu as well. Dude, every time he does voices, like, uh, one of my favorite stories he did was fucking... Okay, so this is part of the episode now. Cat to popcorn? Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh. I... <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking about when he did that, uh, you know, the house in The Conjuring 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when they did that story... 
He cracked me the fuck up, <laughs> especially when he made the fart joke about the cold wind in the house when the little girl. Yeah, came. <laughs> I mean it's easy, like it's cool because they're comedians that they can do that. Uh, but they actually do their research. Oh yeah, shit. my I think Marcus Parks. I, he's my favorite out of the out of the three. I like Marcus Parks the most because like yeah. I could sit there and listen to him. And, like, they just do the whole fucking, like, yeah. when he does the explaining and then, like, you know, he's got his paragraph and then they rip in and they they rip on everybody and they don't give a fuck. Like, there's no, no holes barred on that fucking podcast and that's what I admire. Oh, no. Most like, them, so. they, they go, like, you gotta have a dark sense of humor for it, but I fucking dig it. Anyway, yeah. back on topic. Anyway, so, what the fuck were we talking about? I forgot, honestly. Like, dude. Anyway, so we were talking about, like, movies. Let's just get into the fucking oh, last yeah. that we're going to talk about for the last, like, ten minutes we have okay, here. Okay, okay. And so, it's going to be one of my favorite topics. So. Of course. So, as you all know, fuck. You know what? I don't even want to talk about it. You can do it. I got this. You know what? <laughs> Deadpool 3 is coming back, folks. Yay. Dude, be happy for the fact we're getting Hugh Jackman again, and he's going to have the yellow and blue That's suit. about the only thing. I would prefer it's not that. I would prefer it's the one from the end. Did you ever see the end of Wolverine 2? Wolverine 2? Wolverine 2, yeah. Not, not Wol- X-Men Origins Wolverine, but Wolverine 2. They did, Remember they did Wolverine 2? Oh, you're talking about the one that, uh, the Wolverine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. The one where he kills Silver Samurai. Yes, that fucking Yeah, sure. the, the alternate ending and the where, alternate ending the where they show the helmet Dude, and the mask was... and the gloves. Yeah. Like, that's what the outfit I want. I don't want him in the yellow and blue spandex. However, but dude, would be. If you actually... And not that I wouldn't watch fucking Hugh Jackman in yellow and blue spandex. I would love it. Yeah. But that's the, that's the suit I want. Dude, if you, I mean, if you pay attention to the color scheme on it, it takes around the... Like, I know what you mean. I don't want spandex. I want kind of like an armored <laughs> basic version, but still take on a yellow. Well, when Wolverine lost his powers, which is based off what that that uh, that suitcase was at yeah. the end of that at the end of that uh, director's cut, whatever the fucking hidden scene in the comics at the time they were doing that. Yeah, that was a thing because Wolverine was slowly losing his regenerative powers. So they created like this armored outfit, kind of he would wear yeah. with like gloves he would put on. That would simulate his claws coming out because yeah. he didn't want to pop his claws because when he popped his claws for real, they wouldn't heal because he his healing factor, healing factor was, was like going away. Yeah, turns out it was a different part of his mutation, and then with the whole heat claws bullshit, it's fucking maddening. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to go there. But yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting to see yeah, what like, they do with it. See him and, and I'm uh, kidding. I'm kind of excited for Deadpool three. Yeah, because I mean we got. I just have to give you shit. Yeah, the lady. Yeah, I know you do. Okay. <laughs> That's why I don't feel bad about the whole Whataburger versus In-N-Out thing. Dude, situation. you're never going to win. In-N-Out's great. I will always win. Fuck Whataburger. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway. So, Look. we just heard the new rumors of... Uh, Jennifer Garner. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I keep I keep forgetting about her. But yeah, Jennifer Gardner, she is supposed to reprise her role as Electra. Not the greatest movie in the past, but you know, we, bro. We, okay, first of all, everybody sleeps on Daredevil from the from the original, all right, and that's fine. Yeah, you you can because it was not a good theatrical movie. Go watch the director's cut, though. I hear so much about that director cut yep. supposed to like change it the whole. It changes premise. the entire fucking movie. It doesn't change the acting. It doesn't change the characters. Yeah, it doesn't change the weird bullseye that we got. Um, <laughs> is it kind of like the Schumacher's release of Batman Forever? Yes, which I want to better? watch so fucking bad. Yeah, doesn't Kevin watch. Smith have the a I, copy of it? No, now? no, it's not that he has a copy of it. I think they just streamed it, or yeah. no, they didn't stream it. They uh, they showed it, and I think it's going to be coming out. 
at Smod Castle, I think, or something like that. But they just showed it, and he said everybody that saw it said it was really fucking good. Yeah, I can't wait till we can get a hold of it and we can see it. Yeah, because they um, said Tommy Lee Jones Two Face actually takes a more serious role, which I think he should have. I think that was yeah, like, a great actor to play Two Face, by the way. Yeah, and the whole point was why did they try to make both Riddler and you know they try to make those two into their own separate Joker type characters? Yeah. Right? So I think. <laughs> I think uh, if you slap on Daredevil, though, let's get back here. Yeah. If you slap on Daredevil, go watch the director's cut, then tell me what you fucking think. I'm ta- You know what? That's your homework for this week. you have a copy? I don't have a copy, but you should be able to find it all online. Most websites, I think Max might have it. Um, No, wait. They... I don't think Disney has it yet. Uh, you might be able to find it, I don't know, somewhere online. You could go watch it for free. Fuck it, pirate I'll, it. Who gives a shit? I'll look it up. It's a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> the original <laughs> one is. But go yeah. watch that fucking movie and try If you can find the director's cut, watch it. Let me know what you think, and we'll get back to it next week. At the start of the episode, we'll take like five minutes to talk about that and digest it. Yeah. But tell me what you think when you watch that one. But yes, yeah, so Jennifer Gardner coming back. Here's my thoughts. Okay? It's going to be weird. I don't know where the fuck they're going with Deadpool. By the way, because like, where are all these interdimensional fucking characters coming from? They'll figure it out. I they get do. that at the end of the movie he got uh, d- uh yeah, but that only let him go back in time. I'm yes, not- and he did it multiple fucking times because yeah. like, and then like you know we got the Easter egg of him breaking the universe where he's like, oh cool, I did it. It's done, and it shows fucking Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds putting down the fucking green light. He gets shot in the head. <laughs> shot man for it. Oh, uh, we get him erasing Deadpool from the Wolverine Origins movie. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how they're going to do that. With Deadpool, it's crazy because they can do that because like, he's like this wildly out there character. You just so got to believe, man. I guess. <laughs> if they expand more on that. But I think it's really interesting that like, of all characters, and we'll see if, like, will Ben Affleck come back? Dude, I will Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, which one? Did he, he played Bullseye. Bullseye, okay. Because we know Michael Clark Duncan ain't rest in peace. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that I just sucks, think it's man. weird that Jennifer Garner of all fucking people was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna replace Electra." I'm okay with that. I actually yeah. didn't have a problem with her when she was Electra in the movie. I think they, I thought they did a really good job on the character, and at the time she had been doing the show Alias, so she was fucking like she could do all that shit. Yeah, so. It wasn't a bad acting choice that they picked. It was just a bad... I just think people weren't ready for that. I think... Maybe it was also just the fact... Like, people were still getting used to comic book movies. Because, right, let's, yeah. let's face oh, definitely, it. definitely. Like, the number one hit with all the past comic book movies so far has mostly been Spider-Man. But, if you come back and go into them and look at them, you're like, you know what? Maybe the, it's, well, it's like the PSP. Maybe it just came out too soon. Right, yeah. and that's and I, or, or the Dreamcast. Yeah. Nobody was ready for that. Yeah, nobody was ready for drink that <laughs> shit. But like, I think it's very interesting to see her come back and reprise the role. It's gonna be, it's it's just weird because I don't know what the premise of the story is for Deadpool three. So yeah. that's what makes it interesting. But we'll have to wait for the trailer. But a bit of an update on that too. It is finished, wrapped. It's wrapped. Yeah. So like they're just in the editing processes. So hopefully by the end of the summer we should get a trailer. Yeah. And then we'll see what the hell's really going on. But yes, like we got like a lot of people returning for this. And I know a lot of people are hyped. And I'm glad to see that this got finished even amidst the writer strike. Again, we bring up the writer strike because like it's just really weird. Yeah. But eh, fuck it. So, I, I mean, I mean well, I'm not against it. No, so. we'll we'll discuss more of that later because I've been doing my own research into that. But um because it pops up on like every fucking podcast I listen to, so I have to listen to it. <laughs> 
But um, because <clears throat> Mark Menard's part of it. But the whole point is, I, like I was telling you at the beginning of the show, I'm hoping this becomes what we thought Multiverse of Madness was going to be. Because Deadpool literally has a comic where he goes all around the universe yeah. fighting evil Deadpools <clears throat> and shit. I, I don't think it's... I don't know. I mean, to me, uh, Across the Spider-Verse was better than Multiverse of Madness. Everything was better than Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> uh, so, fuck. Fucking Iron Man 2 was better than Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, so with that being said, I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Uh, uh, apparently, they there's a rumor Lady Deadpool and Channing Tatum as Gambit is supposed to come in. So that's interesting because Channing Tatum was tapped to be the original Gambit. He'd been waiting for movie, that fucking role. With, yeah, when they announced that they were going to do the, yeah, uh, that, I'm interested to see. And I fucking love Channing Tatum. I think the dude's got the best sense of humor. He's Imagine almost Mike like, is your favorite movie, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, but the scene, all the scenes with him in it, and this is the end, fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, that was great, man. <laughs> so, but, he, but you know what? He was patient. <clears throat> Give it to him, you know? He, no, yeah. I think uh, I think if he can pull this off, I think it'd be really great. And then let's see what happens. Yeah. I, the sad part is, is I don't know if we'll ever get another X-Men movie. And if we do, what's going to happen with it? Because... They have tried that franchise so many fucking times, and it's just... They do really good, like, when the movie's been gone for seven or ten years, and yeah. then they come back, and the first movie's amazing, and then they're like, let's do, let's crank some sequels out, and then the sequels is bomb. So... I still haven't watched Dark Phoenix. Don't watch Dark yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> I heard so much. It's okay. Yeah. I haven't either. Yeah. I have not watched Dark Phoenix, and I fucking won't watch yeah, Dark Phoenix. Because Mina asked me, right. like, hey, this X-Men movie's come out. Do you want to go see it? I was like, not but, at all. No. Yeah, yeah. But let them know where they can find us. Okay. So if you want to talk to us, or me, ergo, but you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at Common Chain. And if you want to listen to us, you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, um, Apple Music, right? Uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, or wherever you get your podcast. We're not, we're not big Apple people, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, come talk to us, rate and review, give us that five-star treatment, and as Serge will take away from here. As always, guys, keep on reading. Oh, <laughs>